Okay, what's going on, guys, and welcome to a brand new episode of Energized. Russ, introduce the guest, man. Today we have one of the starlets of Irish MMA. It's the one and only. It's Dean the Sniper, Barry Dino. How are you doing, bud? I'm doing great, lads. Thanks for having me on. Sniper no, gang, no back in the house. Yeah, Sn- Sniper gang is here. Baz, when you put that song up on that Instagram story, like absolute genius, <laughs> absolute genius. Dino was like, "Can we walk out? Was that bad boy?" No. I love that song. <laughs> No, no, it's always, I always like when I get a song to match like the team, and then Snowy yeah, Gang was good. it. Yeah, well, the Dean Dean Barry will be back on UFC Fight Pass. It'll be at Titan FC seventy seven on Friday, the third of June. Dean, welcome to the show, bud. How are you keeping? Oh, I'm doing great, lads. Here, I have a few. I actually have a couple of the. I don't know if you have them. I have a couple of UFC snapbacks if you want them for your lives. You can use them. Oh, sound man, appreciate that. Don't wear them, but they gave us a few of them. I have a four of them there, so if you want two of them, I throw them to you. And... I don't know if he's one of the weird ones. I know he's doing yeah. stuff. If, if Ross taps you out in training, then we can have two, right? Oh, jeez. We'll be waiting wait a while from Dean, won't we? <laughs> <laughs> uh, Dean, Dean, we have to mention you're going, but you're back. You're going to be back in the cage on Titan FC 77 on the 3rd of June. It's a Friday on UC5 Pass. But we have to go back to the start, Dean. Like, you went over to Vegas, you fought Mike Jackson, and then you didn't get the result you wanted. Uh, on our on the, in the build-up to it, we were on our show. We wanted you to get the win. You didn't get the win. Like, um, can you explain to us what happened after the fight? Yeah, it was just a, it was just a weird a weird experience for me. Like, and then fighting that much heavier at that weight. Um, you know, like as I said, I, as I said in one of my other interviews, like I did, like Andy will vouch for me as well. Like I, I did no sparring or nothing for that fight. I couldn't. I couldn't do anything because I got a bad injury in the gym and I was just lifting mad heavy weights, man, and just doing the odd little run. So when I stepped in that cage, I just felt I just felt like I had no body experience. I just wasn't myself. And it led to me getting sloppy and making mistakes due to not having the the proper training for the fight, you know. So it was just all over the place, man. It felt like a circus act for me. Like and then after the fight, it just I came home. I had a couple of days to, you know, like like let heal basically and i just said you know what like I, I could sit around here now for months and just just be upset about what because i knew what happened the second fight was over because it was in my contract that i had to get a win i had to get the five wins and even though it was a dq i knew what was coming so and i knew the backlash that was going to come online so i just gave myself a few days to try to get composed and deal with it and then um, i texted my manager and said i'm ready to go straight away i said i'm not waiting around and uh, he said will you be are you sure you'll be ready and i said when's the closest show you can get me he said June tour it's only around the corner and I said book it I said I don't care against who I said I'll be ready and I'll be at 155 and I haven't stopped training every day and like two three times a day I started getting back into my kickboxing that loose style everything and sparring loads with the lads and everything and just I feel just that whole experience is after just making me get that fire again and get find the love for the sport again and I really have now and like I'm enjoying hard rounds I'm enjoying everything and I'm on such a strict diet now and since I got back and I've dropped all the weight and I'm fucking I'm flying. I feel fantastic and I'm, I'm ready to go. Like I'm I'm fighting June toward and then I'm looking to get out at the end of June, then I'm looking to get out in mid July and I'm looking to just go boom 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 these next few months. Ross, that's what, as we said as hear, we Dean. said Ross, as we said off the air, uh after Dean after Dean got disqualified, you said this is either gonna be the making or breaking of Dean Barry. Yeah, absolutely. Um a sort of a DQ like that loss like that could like you know it could kill someone's uh hopes and dreams you know what i mean and like it's great to see you back in there so so soon afterwards i do want to touch on the fight itself 
Um, obviously, it was a it was a strange affair. Um, firstly, what did you make of Mike Jackson's sort of I'm going to call it guard defense? The way he sort of defended with the hands, he was you know bit this way, bit that way. You know what I mean? He, you he know what? Crazy style. Did that throw you off a little bit? Because of the because not even so... the slightest. No, no. no. Like that, and, and I'm totally honest with all that stuff. Not in the slightest. He just kind of stood there. But the, the only thing what, what made me get a bit reckless was because it's like one of them things. If you, do you ever talk, do you ever, you're, say you're in a room with dummies and you're just talking and it's the most brain dead conversation. You almost bring yourself down to that level and you start being tick yourself. And the same thing with fighting. Like anyone will tell you, if you aspire someone who's only new in the gym, say, or just less and they're a bit sloppy and wild, you start getting wild and sloppy and you start doing stupid things and you're like, hey, what's going on? What am I doing here? Like, So that happens. Somebody can bring you down to the level. It's the same if you fight a very advanced guy. You start, you, you're you really switched on and you're, it's much cleaner fight and stuff. So with Mike, he, he wouldn't engage in the fight with me. Like He was just kind of standing there moving his head a bit. And then I was waiting on Mike to throw a jab and I was going to pull and counter. So Mike kind of knew that and he was throwing a hook. He was throwing a long, wide hook and he was... When we got in the cage, it was way bigger than I thought it was going to be. So I was finding it hard to get that judgment of the range. So when he was throwing a hook, when I was fainting to get the, the bait of the jab, he was throwing a hook. So I essentially couldn't lean and straight right. I had to come over the hook. And I landed it a few times, but it ended up being just a wild shot because I couldn't get, every time I tried to do the straight punch, I just clashed with him. So I was like, what is going on here? And then I threw, I threw two side kicks and I creased them with them and then, Bro, my body just started fucking shutting down. I was I just felt the weight. I felt the weight in my arms, my legs, my stomach. I just felt horrible. And then I just kind of went, I just kind of went ham and tried to kill him. And I was just, I was very, I was fighting very emotionally. Like this, the build up of it, the the months and months of this shit from people, from the even fight week getting shit off people. I felt like I had to prove I was. If it wasn't a knockout, like or like they still talk and say shit. If I if I didn't go out and absolutely kill him, and then so that's what every shot I was trying was like a kill shot, and I just got reckless and and I let the emotions get better. I mean, something I never I never do, and uh, you know you're gonna see you're gonna see a vintage performance from me uh, next week. It's gonna be just back to me being that flowy, skillful style, and even now back in the gym, like I'm sparring with the boys and like the top boys in the gym and I'm back to getting into my nice comfortable flowy state and I'm non-stop moving and all before that fight I was moving I wasn't doing nothing and you could see it you know and the the, the other sort of weird moment of that fight um because I to be honest the the eye poke I don't think it was that weird you, you, you sort of like try to post off him and like yeah that's just where your hand went like you know what I mean I think like yeah it looked nasty and, and everything looks super nasty when you put it in slow motion you know what i mean yeah like, that's that's like fights don't happen in slow motion so uh uh i think that just was what it was but when you hit him with the spin kick and uh you caught him in the cup but then i thought it was very strange and tell us what your thought process at the time when like, he's lying on the ground for three or four minutes and he's having a chat about the ref like he's asking the ref basically what he's having for dinner tonight yeah. what were your thoughts about that that was very strange I've never seen very, anything like that before that was very annoying because he played it up and he was like good shot man good shot good shot Dino shout all this shit and then I'm sitting there going this fella is acting up completely like uh, and he's um, he's playing it up and then even like the commentators are like if you get a nut shot like if you get a nut shot you can't speak a word fair enough I accept I fouled I made a mistake I spin kicked him low 
that happens. I made a, I made a couple of errors, but that's something that I've never done before. So it's a bit new to me as well. And then seeing how he acted up on it, and he played it up because he wanted to get the recovery time because I had him. I was lighting him up really, and I was catching him with some heavy shots. And then they were wild, but I was still catching him. And then the eye poke, same same thing. It looks nasty. I tried to frame up. I didn't frame with my hands out like this. You know what I mean? I had mm. my hand up to try push him off because I was about to finish him, and I wanted to get him out there. He's holding his eye, he can't open his eye, and then all of a sudden the doctor said he's okay to continue, and he literally says, I don't want to fight this guy anymore. Those are the exact words he said. Then I, I was like, what is going on here? And then the ref DQ'd me, and they just made an example of me because there was a, a lot of controversy over the several weeks, and then unfortunately I was at the end of it. It was my own fault. I made mistakes, and I accept them now, and I, I've learned to live with them. And, you know, backstage he's walking back high-five and everyone laughing and joking, and I was like, this fucking... <laughs> Uh, another another question on that. Do you think that fight didn't happen in the apex and it ha- happened in a venue with, with a live crowd? The DQ might not have happened because people could clearly hear Daniel Cormier say on the commentary that, oh, the ref won't have the bottle effectively to DQ him. And then next thing you know, he DQ'd him. Like, the ref clearly could have heard that. Like, you can hear I nearly anything in the apex. I can't really say, bro. Like, I feel like I feel like I feel like that referee had his mind made up, regardless if it was in a big stage or a big stadium or if it was in um, the apex. Like he did, maybe you know you don't you know they're swayed a bit as well with what they hear. But he did mm. say backstage he was like he kept going on about finger pokes and eye pokes. He was very strict about that. So like, and then obviously that's in my bleeding head. And then I mm. I poke him in the eye. Like what are the bleeding chances of that? And then. But to be honest with you, I, I, as I said, like I've done interviews where I felt really angry and emotional about it all. But, but now that I've got myself so healthy, got my got my mind healthy, my heart healthy, my body healthy, I'm super fit. I've learned to live with it, accept it. I'm I'm happy. I'm grateful for the experience. It's um it's helped me grow. It's helped me get back training hard. Because if I had went out and knocked him out, I would have just been clowning around again and barely doing any. Like I did, I could count on one hand the amount of MMA sessions I done for that fight, and that's a fact. You can ask anyone in my gym, like um. I was just doing my own thing, really, and um, so it, it woke me up. And then, you know, it's gonna it just it just adds to the story. Like it adds to the, you know, t- what I can tell my kids. You know, look what look what happened to me. I got I got released. I got back. Then I got released. Then I got back. And it's not as if I got I went out and got beat, and then they released me and said no. Like I got I got released, and I was told, look, just go out and show show me a little bit of composure, and we'll bring you straight back in. That's what they said to me, and I believed them because they were they've always been straight with me from the start. So and they said Sean said he really likes me, but. He said, I just need to show him a little bit more. So I'm doing it, bro. Getting in. And then, and then Dean, um, last question on that fight for myself. I don't know if Barry has anything that. When the result didn't go your way and then you end up in the back with your bro and with, with Andy, um, what did they say to you in the back? Um, to be honest, I can't really remember, bro, because I just remember walking backstage and I was just like coursing and coursing out me. I was like fuming. And then they brought me back. At the start of the fight, me and I clashed with each other. And whatever way he hit me, my eye, you know your pupil? My pupil went like a cat's pupil, like a like an oval way downwards. And I could barely see. I seen about three of them for about two minutes. And I was like, what? That's why I got wild in there as well. Like He, he kind of hit me a check hook. And I was like, what What the hell? And I think he knew he hit me as well, you know. But when I got backstage, the the doctors were checking me out, and he was like, "Look, showing Andy and all." He's like, "Look at his eye." And my 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 left pupil was like a, a whisker, like a cat's eye. It was weird, man. But then they just they just rush you out straight onto the bus. The bus they escort you from the cage, basically. Doctor checks you two seconds, boom, gone. And I'm on a bus, just going back to the to the 
to the resort and I'm just like, what is after happening here? I didn't even have time to process it, you know? So just, as I said, oh, it's, it's heartache and it's painful. What Like, this sport is absolutely cruel. Like, it's it's the hard, hardest sport in the world, bro. It's like, you know, I just, I'm, I'm getting stuck back in now because I'm like, I'm, 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 I'm ready, you know, I'm ready to keep going. I'm ready to get straight back in and show people like, look, this was the point, you know? Yeah, it's um, it, it was it was definitely um, it was wild. Bizarre, it, it was a bizarre and wild debut. But um, look, you, you're going straight back in there. You're straight back at it. Um, I suppose first thing we'll touch on is you, you know, you said you weren't in the gym as much as you'd like to be for the last fight. Um, are you making sure that you're there? You know, multiple times a week this time out, and do you feel more driven fighting at fifty five? I find sometimes. If some fighters don't have to cut the weight, they're actually less focused. Do you find the weight cut and the diet then just makes it laser focused on everything else? Bro, way better because you're on a routine. You're you're you you have a structure in your life. You're disciplined. I'm I weigh all my food now. Like everything is weighed. Like even just cutting out small things. Like I used to I used to drink like two or three cappuccinos a day, bro. They're like nearly two hundred something calories each. Add that up over the whole week. Like you're putting in thousands of extra calories. Same with all these little small things. Now I weigh out my food and I'm very strict with it and then I'm very strict with my training times now. I'm always there early, even on even on Saturday now, going up having great spars with the lads and I'm just I'm making it a priority that like you need to train. Like these are your days, there's no excuses. Doesn't matter how you're feeling. And then when I get there, I really enjoy it. And even the lads are saying I look great, I look much healthier, skinnier, and I look just real fresh and happy. And I'm finally happy again. I haven't been happy for a while because I felt like that's why I spent I spent the last two years trying to prove something, and trying to prove myself and trying to prove trying to prove to people oh I do belong here, trying to represent my country to the best I can and like trying to like all this pressure and now it's now, bro, I've hit the biggest switch in my life where I'm going out here not to prove to other people, I'm gonna to have to prove to myself this for you. I'm gonna to have to prove this to myself, make a statement to myself and do this for me. Me and my kids, no one else. I'm doing it for that's it. And now it's after giving me a killer focus. Like I'm I swear I can't describe how, how motivated I am. Like I'm even at night time I'm out running after wrestling, inspiring, everything. Me me fitness is through the roof now. And it's basically three weeks, three, four weeks I've taught like I've I've done a full three sixty. It's nuts. You definitely seem like you have Dean. Like I mean I, I know in the build up to the last fight we were looking forward to seeing your fight. But as you said you weren't in the gym that often and like that that was that was sort of known known around this area and like I, I just, I think everyone just thought you were gonna go, gonna go blow blow away Mike Jackson with the click of the fingers, and like it goes to show you can't overlook anyone. And look how you look, you look like a brand new person today compared to the team we had in that in the UC uh, fight week. Yeah, and and, uh, and it's 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 not even that as well. But the, the a lot of it to do. I wasn't in the gym a lot because I had a lot of personal things going on outside of my life. Like I had a lot of stuff going on. Like um, you know, my like my, my little brother, like um, like it's just probably the first time I tell people about that. Like my little brother, like we had to get him into rehab and stuff like that, and he was like going through, like he was on the peak of like dying, like so. We, my he's my baby brother, so I was going, I was going through all that and getting him into treatment, and he's he's clean now, and he's like a new man. So he's inspired me so much. Like he's man, he's lifted me up. He's he's amazing now. Like I, I'm so proud of what he's done. Like and so I was battling all that. And now my brother is completely clean the last three, four months. He's he's doing unbelievable and it's fired me up and saying, like, look what he's doing, like and I can do this, you know. And it, yeah, man, I just I'm just getting back to it and I'm getting stuck in and um I'm enjoying it again. So I have no distractions in my personal life right now. That's why I'm always in the gym now and I'm always on a good routine and that's the thing. I had no structure the last time. I was just 
going on a bleeding 5k run like for a UFC debut bro and going down the gym and lifting mad heavy weights and punching a bag and I was just avoiding the gym because I had a lot going on and I was like I just don't want to talk to people or like face people or people touching on me like I'm, I can get very weird about stuff like that and then I finally just I started speaking with like a mind coach and stuff like that and I finally just addressed everything and I feel like I, I'm just I'm just going to excel really fast right now well, that's what we want to see, Dean. We want to see, yeah. you know, you uh, on a personal level. We just want to see you in good space and good headspace. And then, like, yeah. obviously, as an Irish fighter as well, we want to see you putting the best version of yourself forward. And I feel like that's where we're going to get a Titan 77. Yeah, so the guy I'm facing now, um, I, can't even, I can't even pronounce his name, but he's uh, he's um, way better than Mike Jackson. Like, way better. He's a jiu-jitsu black belt from Brazil. Yeah, he's a Muay Thai-style fighter. Five and five, ten fights. He's a good rear naked choke on him. He submitted a good few people. He's got a good ground game and he's got his aggressive style coming forward with heavy one twos, rear kicks and everything. And that's what I want. That's the sort of fight I want. Because I'm gonna bring him into my world and I'm just gonna move and pick him off the second he even the second he flinches, he's gonna, I'm gonna crack him. And I'm at that and my weight is so low now where I'm gonna have that speed and energy to keep moving. So like I'm gonna show people now, like I'm, I, my manager sent me a topology. I didn't even look at it. I could send you a screenshot of the message and you said, perfect. Like, like I do all the time, I don't care. Like, just get me the fight. It's a tough fight and it's the sort of fight I need coming back. I, don't, I didn't want it an easy fight. I didn't want to fight someone crap. I wanted to fight someone who's well-rounded and this guy is very good. Yeah, Dean, just before we get more into that, can you tell us exactly what the situation is with this fight then? Like, if you win this fight, are you back into the UFC? Can you sort of just clear up those little, uh, those rough edges? Um, I don't know. Like he just said, show me get get me another turnaround fight quickly. I just want to see him compose and see him back at one fifty five. And um, so look, at, I could go out here now and put on a beautiful performance and like an absolute clinic, and I could get called back in, or I could have to go fight again. So I'm that's why I'm saying like I've devoted my life to it now, where I'm ready to go straight back in after this fight. I'm gonna keep my weight nice and low, and I'm gonna be ready to go. And that's all that matters to me is if it's not the fight after this, I finally learn to be accepting to learn to accept things as they are and not be like wishing for this, wishing for that and wishing my life away. I've learned how to just enjoy things now and enjoy the sport and fall in love with it again. Because when I when I do that, that's when I'm at my best in the cage. And now now I've addressed everything and I think I really am going to show like a, an amazing performance. Watch this space for us in UFC Fight Pass. Yeah, so, yeah. some might even say Dean Barry feels energised. <laughs> do you know what I feel yeah. energized after bro sweet to God I even feel more energized after talking to you boys energized <laughs> therapy <laughs> you can my stars up there Ross keep that to yourself yeah yes, absolutely uh, Dean is there any, anyone you want to give a shout out to before we let you go yeah also how are we getting the job done on the 3rd of June at Titan FC 77 live on UFC Fight Pass and if you're in Miami you uh, knock in for the crack um, hopefully I hopefully I keep my my 100% finish rate in the first round that's what I'm hoping for that's what everyone hopes for isn't it but look I'm gonna again I'm gonna feel the fight out and just wherever it takes me it takes me whether it's a punch or a kick we'll just we'll see what happens but uh, or, uh, a, a, a nice uh, spinning kick that's what I'd hope for but we'll see you know we'll see how the fight plays out and uh, yeah I'm looking forward to it just a shout out to me Jim the guys at Team Ryan have been so uh so great support for me since I came back from the fight and real they've really motivated me again the lads are pushing hard and yeah, man, it's just it's just a great place to be around. I'm very grateful. There you have it, guys. Um, shout out Dean Barry. Make sure to go show him some love. Come the third of June, uh, at Titan seventy seven. If you have watched this video, make sure to like, share, subscribe, hit the bell notification to not miss any more energized content. And as always. <laughs>
Stay energized. Stay energized. Stay energized. Energize, Shaw. Up the Irish. And sussing you guys a couple of times. I've seen a couple of clips. I think you've done some interviews with Dylan Moran and that. But I, I, I saw. So keep going. Keep up the good work, guys.